0: It's so the going off podcast with Rap Critic Muse.
1: Muse, how are you doing this week? We've got quite the action-packed uh, show. No for doubt, you this week <laughs> we've got two listener-requested reviews. That we're going to get to here in just a little bit. That's right. We've got our rundowns of our own personal uh, favorite rap albums of the past decade. Oh yes, let's discuss. Before we get into that, I don't think anyone's a stranger to Rapper's Delight, right? Mm. Of course, Uh, Universal, yeah, yeah. It's Universal, everyone knows at least a little bit of it. I'm not expecting everyone to be familiar with the whole 15 minute spiel. Almost the whole song is about dancing, is about being cool, how much of a ladies man you are. Having a good time, you're basically Superman, you know. You're basically Superman, you're a fucking pimp, you're doing all this shit. Yeah, you can't satisfy you with that little worm. <laughs> and then just, in the middle of verse eight, I just want to give you the lead up to it, because I never realized how out of nowhere this comes, okay? Like
0: going up and not coming down. It's just like the beat without the sound, no sound to the beat. Beat to do the freak, everybody just rock and dance to the beat.
1: Have you ever went over a friend's house to eat and the food just ain't no good? <laughs> I mean the macaroni soggy, the peas are mushed, and the chicken tastes like wood. Like he,
0: like he uh, accidentally put uh, one of his diary entries for the day into into the rap
1: song, and it was already there. I'm the C A S N O M, and just all this shit. I'm all so cool, and then I just picture dude, just like, oh man, I got how much time to fill? And like he's doing the thing, he's doing the thing, and stops, looks around, and goes, "Hey, y'all." You went over a friend's seat, and the food just ain't no good. A little observational comedy for you. And they just kind of look at him for a second, and he goes, "I mean, the macaroni's soggy, and the, and the peas are mush, and the chicken tastes like wood. The the chicken tastes like wood. What? And, and they're all just they're all just kind of looking at him like." <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, maybe once or twice, but I don't really know. So you
0: try to play it off like you think you can by your saying that you fool.
1: Oh, you're fucking, you're going with this, aren't you? And
0: then your friend says, mama, he just being polite. He ain't finished oh, that's bull.
1: All right, so you got your whole thing out. So your heart is pumping and you think of a lie and saying you already ate. Wow. This is going to be the whole rest of your verse, isn't it? And yeah, it is the whole rest of the verse. Like, specifically the idea that
0: this is that important. You know? <laughs> it's like, oh, your heart is pumping because you just don't know what to do. It's, I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> the social consequences of me not eating this friend's mom's food.
0: Right. Yeah, right after that, he's like, yeah, and, you know, m- my friend said, it's okay, mom's cooking sucks anyways. Uh, so anyway, I gotta bang-bang the boogie to the boogie I'm jump the boogie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to end with fucking uh I gotta run to the store. With quick relief from a bottle of KL pectate. It's like, dude, do you think we can afford the Kale pectate advertising tie-in, Mike?
0: <laughs> I wanted to get on something a, a little more closely related to the to the topic we're gonna to be talking about. A today. little more
1: modern, perhaps?
0: Yeah, uh two live crew. Ah, uh, uh, yes. So I, I, I had remembered this like 30 minutes before we started recording. Oh, wow. uh, they, they, around 1990, I believe right after the Do the Bartman came out, mm. I, that was like January or something, right? Yeah, and yeah. look this up, this is like February. So, <laughs> they, the fucking Two Live Crew Boys, they they were fucking on on their grind. And they decided to put out, so, you know, okay, so the official thing is uh, uh, the Bartman. That's the official dance. So mm. what we're gonna have is the, the Bart. <laughs> See, that's gonna be our... We See how we flipped it? <laughs> <laughs> they obviously didn't have a concept beyond just the idea of ripping off the Simpsons song,
1: you know? <laughs> and structurally, it sounds nothing like it. And for copyright reasons, they don't reference yeah. anything. It's yeah. just the name, and you gotta have a high-top fade. So it's like, okay... I guess it's, like, Bart's hairstyle, kinda.
0: That's literally the only connection.
1: (laughs) That's it. In case you couldn't picture it, by the way, Mm. uh, the music video offers what is one of the funniest-looking artist (laughs) renditions of their parody of what Bart looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it made me <laughs> laugh so hard, the, the two friends animations. animation. Yeah,
0: and what's funny is that, like, right after that gets shown, there's, like, a dude that looks like a, like, a really tough bodyguard or something like that, and he just looks, like, not proud of being in this video. No one is. <laughs> so it's just, like, you just see the shitty animation, and, there's some, and then just, like, immediately smash cuts to that guy's, like, face.
1: <laughs> it's a rough listen. It's, uh, it's not their best. <laughs> I never really associated Two Life Crew with, with quality, exactly, but this yeah. is just the most thrown together. We're going to repeat the same, like, few lines over and over again, and we're going to attempt to introduce you and explain to you this all-new dance we've come up with. But not to be confused with anything Hammer is doing. Absolutely not. Th- this is a dance altogether different, so don't even get it confused. Even though it looks very much like shit you've seen in every other rap music video in the early 90s.
0: Oh, I love it. Unlike the hammer, unlike the Humpty, if you do the bark, you gotta get funky. Oh, uh, yeah, fuck the Humpty. <laughs> <laughs> that little fucking fly by night dance, no one's gonna remember.
1: <laughs> Are you really trying to take shots and fucking, <laughs> a Humpty Hump? like, you're, <laughs> you're on a whole nother level. Two white guys, you
0: know, they make a point at the beginning, like, oh, you know, two blue-eyed soul brothers are gonna come up and do their thing, and like, I thought they were gonna rap or something, and it's just I like... I was
1: worried, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, but they just kinda, you know, do their little dance, and it's not like a specific dance, like, it's not like if you're watching at one point, it's like the, oh, snap, that looks so cool, that's a. they just have a whole dance routine that they're doing that just kinda looks like hidden play. It really is just the market runoff of all of these other ideas you know it's like the simpsons novelty dances something from there and kid and play we're we're doing something from there but but we can't like directly do it but but here's things that are kind of like huh That kinda reminds me of that, huh? You know, like <laughs> that's what this whole video is. There's one lyric I wanted to point out in particular, because it repeats. It's the uh this is the lead-in into the hook. You know, so it goes, uh ladies, bend your back and also your knees, shake your titties and let me squeeze. Then make a face like you wanna fart, keep working them arms while doing the Bart. But what's the Bart?
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, like y- you're we, you're you're super descriptive. Almost to a fault about everything else. (laughs) Yeah, it's like okay, okay. Now do the Bart. I I, I don't know what the I don't know what the Bart
0: is. Was there a pamphlet that was given out before the uh, before we started?
1: It it, it reminds me of you're listening to the cha-cha slide, right? Be- mm-hmm. Because you're just sitting around listening to the cha cha slide. It's not a song that only <laughs> works in the context of being yeah, played. You're yeah, driving
0: right. down the street and uh, the cha cha slide comes on, on the radio. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you
1: know it gets a lot of radio play, of course, and uh, a lot of it is very like, all right, you gotta you gotta stomp to the left, you gotta stomp to the right, you gotta do two hops. All right, yeah, cha cha right. real smooth, cha cha yeah. real smooth. All right, Charlie Brown. I- um. <laughs> I need a little bit more instruction. (laughs) You can't just throw that out there like I'm supposed to know what that means, dude. Do I just like act sad, like disproportionately (laughs) sad for an eight year old? Is that what I do? (laughs) Kick an invisible football and slam yourself on the back. Like what? We've collected, we've sat down what our favorite albums, not just songs, but albums. Mm, Definitive. Boom of the past decade 2010 to 2019 when you sprung the idea on me i was like okay that's cool not something i'd really thought about or whatever um but then when i really started thinking about it, i was like oh shit this is this is going to be kind of challenging so i messaged you and i said hey how many songs are you doing And are we ranking these or is it just like a, in no particular order? And you're like, oh well, I've got ten, and they're in order. And I was like, oh no,
0: Um, (laughs) and and that wasn't to be like, uh, you know, fucking step the game up. It was just, it was just kind of like, oh shit, I really want to do this now. (laughs) It was just like, because I was going like, wait, and this sounds better than this one, and I think I listen to this one more. (laughs) You know,
1: I I started with a general idea of what I had, and it Mm -hmm. changed like a hundred times. So, what I've got in front of me is a top 25 (laughs) with five honorable mentions coming out to 30.
0: (laughs) Goddamn!
1: Maybe I should go first. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say go ahead, uh, because mine's going to take a sec.
0: Okay, so, all right, since since we're making this epic, uh, I'm going to go in reverse order, right? So. Uh, first off, I want to give a, a special shout-out. Since I'm doing, like, best uh, hip-hop albums of the decade, I'm yeah. limiting myself to that because I'm not going to act like, you know, I, I'm, I'm the best outside of the genre. Even though I do know, you know, stuff outside of the genre and stuff like that, like, you know, hip-hop shit's my bread and butter, right? But I do want to give a special shout-out to Janelle Monae's
1: uh, Dirty Computer. Look, uh, I was going to do the same thing because... I, in my head, I was like, I mean, she does rap on it.
0: Yeah, right! I was like, I was...
1: it's not a rap album. I was yeah. also thinking the same thing about Lemonade. Mm, I was like, I mean, there's like rap me. elements. Yeah. But, so yeah, um, it isn't in my honorable mentions either, but yeah, since you're doing a special shout-out, I gotta echo that sentiment.
0: My two honorable mentions are, uh, Nobody Cares, Work Harder by Dizzy Wright, and uh, number 11, IDK's Is He Real? Okay. So number ten is Astro World by Travis Scott. Uh number nine, Ginger by Brock Hampton. Okay. Number eight, Pieces in Space by Samus. Mmm. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? Had an issue with that indie indie darling there. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> uh number seven, Igor by Tyler the Creator. Mm. A fucking big goddamn deal for someone like me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we had discussions about this. Like, I wasn't the biggest fan of Tyler at the beginning.
1: <laughs> yeah, if, if you've been listening to the show for a while, we've, li- we've reviewed three Tyler albums, and we've gone on a journey with this dude. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> um, then, number six, Damn by Kendrick. Number five, Jay-Z's 444. Number four, Atrocity Exhibition by Danny Brown. Number three, Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper. Number two, To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick. And number one, The Martyr by Immortal Technique. Wow. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And and, (laughs) right... And that that album just threw me so much when we listened to it. I was like, "What?" I
1: I thought my list was going to be controversial. Holy <laughs> shit! Oh, I'm
0: coming! Uh, I'm coming! I'm coming for the music critiquing world. Let's let's start a conversation, man. <laughs> Now, in, in
1: hindsight, that makes my like whatever I gave that album like a three and a half or a four. Like, wow, okay, I might need to re-listen to it, <laughs> holy shit, okay.
0: Look, look, I, I, I really like that album. <laughs> I, 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 every, like, f- fucking, any opportunity I had to tell someone about the album, like, I'm always like, listen to Rich Man's World, you'll want to listen to the rest.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, so, um, we have a few in common, not in placement, okay. uh, but right. uh, some of the albums that you mentioned yeah, also made my list, but of course... With a list of 25 or 30 that's kind of bound to happen. <laughs> so, I'm going to start off with my honorable mentions. The Carters, Everything is Love. Here's a surprise to some. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Mm, you know, I, I I could see someone vouching for it. A- oh, a- absolutely. Production-wise,
0: it is incredibly stellar.
1: <laughs> I'm sure some people will be pissed that it didn't make my main list, so there right, it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Death Grips, The Money Store. Here's a spoiler, because I'm sure people would be wondering why it isn't the main list. Good Kid, Mad City. And J-Rock's 90059.
0: Oh, I forgot about that album. Oh, okay.
1: It's a good one. So, going into the main list. 25, The Hamilton Original Soundtrack. (laughs) Alright. Then, Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy. Huh. Okay. The Black Panther soundtrack. Okay. Lizzo, Cause I Love You. Mm. Nerd, No One Ever Really Dies. Number 20, JPEG Mafia, Veteran. Childish Gambino, Because the Internet. Mm. 18, Tyler the Creator, Igor. I love Childish Gambino personally, right? Like, I love his music personally, but
0: I kept thinking, like... (sighs) Best of the decade, though! Best, best,
1: best! You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing about Because the Internet, and also Mm. my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. They've got some really strong songs on there. They're very front-loaded. Yeah. Like, when I got to really thinking about Because the Internet... Mm-hmm. I don't really listen to that second half. Nearly as much. Yeah, you listen to my
0: Andrew Arenheimer song, you know? No, yeah, yeah. no.
1: But there's no denying the fucking bangers that are on there, so I had to throw it on there. Self-titled Starbomb debut. <laughs> Wait, did we review that? We we reviewed their third album. Okay, okay, never mind. All right, all right. Denzel Curry, Taboo, number sixteen. Hmm. Okay. Atrocity Exhibition by Danny Brown, number fifteen. See, I mean I'm 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 arguing with you on that one because I think that one should be way higher. (laughs) Well see, it's gonna get rocky from this point on. Uh, number fourteen, Hella Personal Film Festival by Open Mike Eagle. Okay. Number thirteen, Brock Hampton, Ginger. Mm. Number twelve, Run the Jewels three. Okay. Number eleven, Clipping. There existed an addiction to blood. Ooh, okay. Now we're into the official top ten. Aminé, good for you. Denzel Curry, Zoo. Czarface. Every hero needs a villain. It's gonna seem like I'm sucking up, but I gotta represent what? my boys. Number seven is a three-way tie between Beneath the Toxic Jungle, Ramona, Ooh. and New Moon by uh, Kill Bill and Rev. If we're just talking about Look, albums I'm gonna that fucking I fucked, Samus on air. <laughs> if we're talking about albums I fucked with the most, mm-hmm. I-, I fucked with those albums really fucking hard. I feel that. Number six, Brockhampton Iridescence. Here's where it's going to get a little predictable. I, I, yeah, yeah, let's, let's get these top fives. Number five, Kendrick Lamar, damn. Mm. Number four, Hail Mary Malin, Bestiary. Oh,
0: oh, yes, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Number three, a little redundancy here, Aesop Rock, The Impossible Kid. <laughs> Here's where our lists have something in common. Number two. Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. Mm, okay. And number one, the Saturation Trilogy.
0: Oh! Kitchen was so close on both of our lists. Look at
1: that! <laughs> it's gotta be said. It must be remarked. Said the Trilogy. <laughs> I- I've seen a few websites pull that shit. Of like, hey, we're just gonna gonna lump them all into one. Well, you know what? I'm not above that. That's fine. Because if I were to fucking do them individually, that would have been way too much Brockhampton presence (laughs) on this list. You know what? That's a good point. That's a good point. (laughs) I'm gonna presume we're starting with The Simpsons?
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, let's start with The Simpsons. Because the other album, oh boy... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dude, they're
1: both, oh boy.
0: Yeah, I, mm, You know what? Alright. <laughs> I was about to fucking go back. I'm like, you know what? Um, <laughs> hmm... Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, no, Simpsons first, Simpsons first, yeah. <laughs> Simpsons first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this was our first ever Kofi request
0: Thank you to Lucas Deeds for uh, Lucas this request. Dietz.
1: You did it again, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> the Simpsons sing the blues, oh! 1990s.
0: No! I, I think it's interesting. We're in two. We're in 2020. Reviewing oh. an album from 1990, and later on from the year 2000. I, oh and, shit! Yeah, That's over- true. Uh, critical uh, pressure points in music, one could say. <laughs> uh, uh, you could, sure. <laughs> um, I, I, one could say uh, uh, this album, Simpsons Sings the Blues, represents the zeitgeist of 1990 <laughs> with cheap novelty shit. <laughs> you know
1: what? You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, Do I lie? <laughs> this is very of the time. More so than the Yellow album, because as we talked about in that review, (laughs) that album was recorded in the early 90s and then shelved until, like, 98 or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, This was released in uh, either 90 or 91, at the height of Simpson Mania.
0: I couldn't believe it. Like, I I looked, I was like, wait a minute, Simpson started, like, 89? They already did a novelty song? Like, it wasn't even, like, I'm pretty sure this show hadn't been on for, like, a full year yet.
1: They were striking when the iron was hot, <laughs> and it's interesting because. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch the question to you first, okay? Is this better or worse than the yellow album? Oh, a lot better it is. Okay,
0: a lot fucking better than the yellow album. Jesus Christ! At least this one had like. And you know it's funny cuz we're listening to this next so this should be the album where we're like oh we've already heard these gags right by now you know the song about Lisa being uh uh the girl who's you know uh um you know hated by everyone and and is by herself and and plays her saxophone you know the song about Bart getting in trouble like we already heard all of this on the last album the song about how Marge and Homer love each other and are going to stay together forever we've already heard this on the last album we reviewed but it still sounds better here. <laughs>
1: uh, that being said, it's still not good. <laughs>
0: no, absolutely
1: not. But- <laughs> I still couldn't recommend this to uh, anyone. Yeah. But, um, but there's
0: like one or two more songs that I could imagine listening to again.
1: You yes, know, I'll absolutely agree. Just by that margin, you know? Marge. Man, I see what you uh, I see what hey, you hey, doing. You like that? Uh, speaking of March, the song on the album that got the highest rating for me, and I think oh, it's kind of cheating. Oh, I know it. Springfield Soul Stew? Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> what? Okay, it's it's interesting how they tried, they followed the recipe, so to speak, of this album to a T with the follow-up, because this was pretty much, th- this album's equivalent of the parliament jam session song <laughs> from the yellow album except this time it's 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 presented more like a parliament song actually where it's <laughs> hey it's marge and she's reading a recipe for springfield soul stew and the recipes are just instruments that come in into the jam and it sort of rules. <laughs>
0: yeah. When, when she first started, because, you know, <clears throat> Marge starts talking, and, and of course, in my brain, there's always that thing of, like, so, all right, she already just sang, uh, they, I think she already just sang a song, where it's yeah. like, mm, I don't know if I want to hear two Marge songs twice in a row of her singing. Not back-to-back, back, no. <laughs> but then she goes, like, uh, she says, um, what did you say? She oh, says, uh,
1: now I need a half a teacup of bass. <laughs> and then you go, do, do, do I was like, oh... <laughs> How has this song not been sampled? Give me about a half a teacup of bass. It's when they don't take themselves too seriously, I think, mm-hmm. is, is when the concept of a Simpsons novelty album shines. That exactly. being said, ironically, a song that takes itself super fucking serious is my second Highest rated song on the album. God Bless the Child. Hmm. Lisa's solo song, it's a Billy Holiday cover. Mm-hmm. And it's presented as Bleeding Gums Murphy is in the studio and he's recording the yeah. song. And Lisa has a song she wants to perform. The intro is way <laughs> serious for a Simpsons album where Bleeding Gums Murphy... His, like, play on the, on the synthetic instruments...
0: Yeah, you know, you're in a... Yeah, 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 the stupid, shitty, fucking cheap-ass novelty
1: fucking synths. That, that, that are you going heard to on all... the rest of the album up until this point. Exactly. <laughs> and Lisa goes... No synthetic sound, please. I want all live musicians. And just like that, they show up. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, okay, we, we just happened to have everything you wanted exactly. in the hallway. <laughs> It's like, well, goddammit, bitch, why the fuck you been playing this shitty-ass cheap-sense shit this whole time? <laughs> I'm just going by the example that's been set by the rest of the album to this point. This is the sixth song. Why would I think any different?
0: It's like, I, I guess no one asked. I...
1: <laughs> so, so I think those those two are are the best in quality. I feel you on that. Um, So let's, let's start from the very beginning. Start at the top, yeah. Do the Bartman. Do Bartman. The fucking <laughs> Bartman for excuse me, I'm sorry, over five minutes.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, oh man!
0: What? Uh, I decided to go rewatch the uh, the music videos that uh, th- that they did for these. Oh um, my god. And it's so funny to watch them. Like, at first, uh, I think the the, the Bartman one is on Daily Motion, And I started watching it, and my brain, like, made me... You know, because it's like, it's not on, like, MTV or whatever. So my brain was like, is this, like, a fan video or something like that? Because it looks so, like, cheap compared to what The Simpsons would look like not even two years later, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very (laughs)
1: different uh, animation style early on. Yeah.
0: So it's, like, this completely... Like it, it is a different feel. Like if you go back and watch the music video again, it just feels different because it's like I, I guess I say that as someone who's been you know rewatching The Simpsons, seeing yeah their more polished style now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then and then I saw like fucking goddamn Brad Bird directed the music video. Like Jesus! <laughs> like there were some
1: talented people involved with this shit. You know? I think there was a rumor that this was ghost written uh by Michael Jackson. So the word
0: is he didn't write any of the lyrics, but he did do background vocals uh, b- because he was a okay. big fan of the show and yeah. he insisted that his name be included in the
1: lyrics. So it's mentioned <laughs> so he's mentioned fucking twice. So. so It's like I
0: guess it's like writing a, a lyric <laughs> specifically to bring yourself into it. <laughs> The samples they put when the beat actually like finally does kick in, uh, uh you hear something break and you're like, "Bart, uh, I didn't do it." Uh you can't prove anything I didn't. <laughs> like, okay, see, the, here's the way a they question. Play the samples like so out of time and shit.
1: <laughs> they played the I didn't do it, no one saw me do it. You can't prove anything sample like two or three times. Yeah. And because the show hasn't been on for that long or whatever, okay, I, I was thinking like was that supposed to be his catchphrase because like I don't think there's an Eat My Shorts. I don't think there is an I Carumba. Oh,
0: yeah, so I guess this is before they, yeah, yeah, knew what the the, the catchphrases were. So all they had was, well, he's a troublemaker, so, you know, that's the
1: thing we're gonna throw out there. Oh, I didn't do it. You can't prove anything. Uh... It's like if they recorded a song for Full House and Stephanie was singing (laughs) and she says hot dog instead of how rude. That's a reference someone out there might get. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that our catchphrase used to be hot dog. I remember it? how
0: rude. I do not remember hot dog. H-
1: how <laughs> about pin? Well, pin a rose on your nose. How about that for a catchphrase?
0: What in the hell is this from Full House? Jesus, that writing yeah. was fucking cheesy as shit. Oh, sure, was. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but no. Um, yeah. So th- they're doing the best with what they've got on hand. Barman is not. It's not a bad song for what it is.
0: The other song that is basically
1: about this is better. Deep, Deep Trouble is leaps and bounds a better song, but I've got to give it to your boy, DJ Jazzy Jeff, because this is the only song in the album where like, wow, the production on this one, right here, it actually sounds like someone who knew what the fuck they were doing. I was
0: listening to that song, and, like, there are certain, like, you, who'd you say was involved with it? Uh, D- uh, DJ, DJ, DJ Jazzy Jeff? Jeff produced. Holy shit! That makes sense. That fucking makes sense! Because <laughs> I was listening to the song and be like, wait a minute, there's a fucking... There was, like, one or two samples that that was in there, like...
1: <laughs> that's something
0: that someone who knows hip-hop would put in there
1: like hold on you know you could have had will smith s- rap the lyrics to this song right. and i wouldn't have for a second thought oh this was originally supposed to be from a simpsons album because it sounds like a song from the time dude it straight
0: up sounds like if alvin and the chipmunks did a fresh prince parody song yeah. you know what I was-
1: But, you know, this this is before Albert and the Chipmunks would uh, dare touch a rap song, you know. They, DJ Jazzy Jeff, knew what he was doing we were talking about the samples on Bartman. Mm. The way the samples were used on Deep Deep Trouble are used so much better. Well, you're damned if you do. What are we talking about? Well, you're damned if you do. Where's your sense of humor? Well, you're damned if you do. And you're damned if you don't. They're so much more effective in the way of like, wow, this actually sounds like a well-structured rap song. Dude, that is
0: fascinating. That really puts the fucking pieces together. Because, yeah, like I said, like... I didn't enjoy the the first song as much. The samples are so much, like... Off beat and shit like that You know what I'm saying So when you get to the Deep Deep Trouble song And like Right on the beat You hear the (laughs) BART
1: Like that I love that so much It's so good I hate that This isn't the song That people remember Yeah (laughs) You made a fucking Music video for it Exactly There's a music video For this one too And it's so much better It's so much better Than (laughs) Bartman What's what's going on
0: (laughs) Like I can't believe We're being uh, Fucking uh, we're being music snobs for uh, the second single from the <laughs> Simpsons album.
1: <laughs> from Simpsons Sing the Blues. No, I must be said, dude.
0: Yeah, oh sure, the first singles, you know,
1: everyone liked that one, but... Uh... <laughs> See, here's another thing about the, the lyrics in Deep, Deep Trouble. That it almost sounds like it could have been written for someone else, because, and something we'll mention, and something we have mentioned... About uh, Dan Castellaneta and Homer is that really? you cannot sing as Homer. Dude. It's oh the God. absolute worst sounding thing. It's awful when it- you have him just kind of present lines and rap as Homer. Yeah! No, <laughs> <laughs> then it right. fucking works! Now you can't go to the most show. <laughs> because even on the Simpsons album, there's a song where like, I um, Just Can't Help Myself! Yeah. I Just Can't Help Myself! Where he raps in on that one I was like, okay, this fucking works, but was like, yeah. oh, you're going too slow. now. But that's the line in particular that I thought, this might not have been written for the Simpsons, because why would Bart Want to go to a boat a show? Boat show, yeah. <laughs> now I, I think can't go just, to the boat show. What? I think it was
0: just the rhyme, you <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, <don't
1: laughs> so know like, I said show? no. He
0: said don't. Now you can't go to the boat show. <laughs> I
1: was like, all right, that, that works. Like again, in the context of a cute, funny, <clears throat> novelty song, this exactly. works very well.
0: Yeah, this hits exactly what they should be doing with this
1: album. Um, the next step down. Oh, boy. Is uh, the... In, in my opinion, if we're going in order of how the songs were ranked in... Oh, we're going in, in quality. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going in quality. Don't worry. Don't worry. I think this might be the only song on the album that takes anything from an episode directly. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Moan and Lisa Blues, that the whole first verse... Is from an episode of The Simpsons where oh, yeah. Lisa meets Bleeding Gums Murphy and performs a jazz song she wrote. Yeah, and there you go. That's in the song. I think the episode was even called "Moan and Lisa." Mm-hmm. It does overstay its welcome, though. Yes, absolutely. It does not need to be nearly as long as it is. I get the yeah. point. I-, I think there's a song you you forgot. Did
0: I? Oh yes. I- Fucking look at all these idiots. The Monty Burns number. That's Fucking the next step what? down. <laughs> I, I fucking loved it I, I fucking I loved it I loved it so much because it was like the you know just first of all it has like a more energetic beat than everything else that's been happening yeah. so far so I'm like oh, oh okay and then it's like oh Monty Burns oh we're getting like you know another a side character from the show okay and it's actually like it's like the uh, uh Apu song from the other album you know it's giving you like this character's life and you know uh, yeah you, yeah, you know, a day of the life or whatever character. And it's just him, like, being mad at everyone for not working harder. I fucking loved it. Look at all these idiots. Oh, look at all those boobs. An office full of morons. A factory of fools. I love that shit. I was so into it. I want the guitar solo. Do it right now. And he's like, oh, right away, sir. And he starts playing it. And he's like, yes, that's good. Yes, that's very serviceable. All right, that's enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, he just all of a sudden, I don't know if I can't, and then he just rips a fucking sick solo. Yeah. Like,
0: okay. And remember where he goes, like, what happened? Where are all the insurance? He's like, I believe this is called a breakdown, sir. I can't have any breakdowns here. What if there was an inspector around?
1: And then at the end, is like, why are they still here? He's like, I don't think they're on the salary, sir. It's okay. I'm uh, uh, yeah. uh, not
0: validating their parking, sir. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. You know what I mean? There's jokes, you know? <laughs> Then the next step down mm. would have to be school day, the Chuck Berry cover. Oh my lord! Sung by. Oh I'm my sorry. Lord. When I saw Buster the name, Poindexter.
0: When I, when I saw the fucking name, you know, I'm feeling <laughs> hot. hot, <laughs> hot, hot, hot. <laughs> and you know, with the added context of, I think uh, we had talked about this a couple of months ago, or we talked about it on Twitter with uh, Little Richard, fucking. Dissing the shit out of Buster Boy Index during the 80s (laughs) Grammys? Look at the hair. (laughs) I used to wear my, I used to have these things in mine. Look at it. (laughs) Now? Shut up. Eating his whole goddamn lunch. Making him look a Holy shit! (laughs) So I was like, this made this particularly hard to enjoy. (laughs) It was like, oh, yeah. And you're directly riffing off, like, you know, a Chuck Berry, Little Richard type of sound for the song, (laughs) you
1: know? This fucking blows. And moreover, who is this for?
0: Exactly. Yeah, as soon as I heard it, I was just like, um, you're a little late on the doing tributes to fucking sixty, Like... Was that in, in
1: 1990? <laughs> fucking nostalgia for fucking old the f- school, the, f- like, first gen rock and roll. Then the fucking Zeros, the uh-huh. absolute <laughs> bottom of the barrel. <laughs> trash. Go to... <laughs> Born under a bad sign.
0: Ugh, don't ever need to hear that again. Fucking Homer Simpson trying to wrangle out a blues tune with oh. his fucking fake-ass Walter Matthau voice, excuse me. <laughs>
1: trying to, like, <laughs> yell out lyrics, it sounds so bad. Like, Ugh. you don't understand, you just have to hear it for yourself.
0: If it wasn't for real bad luck, I wouldn't have no
1: luck. Then he tries to ad-lib at the end?
0: Yeah, at the tail end of like, <laughs> <it's> a, <little, laughs> oh, no. a little, It catches the off guard when he's like, I'm going to be a lemon-lime homer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> be bli- uh, blind uh, lemon Simpson. Blind or, melon, yeah. Bl- blind <laughs> strawberry <laughs> <alarm> pli- Simpson. Strawberry alarm clock Simpson.
0: No! It was just so random, Shut I can't even join it. <laughs> but but I love how like okay so again the whole song is played straight like it's just singing the song but it's someone doing a bad Homer impression
1: like yeah.
0: <laughs> and but the, uh, I, they change like one verse uh, like the third verse at the end and it's like by this point it's like okay well if you guys are cool with rewriting lyrics why'd you wait till now you know parent bowling is all I crave a big bag of pork rind
1: to to my grave. Then, uh, Love to See You Smile, a Randy Newman cover! Oh my god,
0: is that what it is? Because uh-huh. this song is basically fuck. Does Randy Newman write the same goddamn song? Is that what it is? Because this yes. is You've Got a Friend in Me. This yeah. is the music for You've Got a Friend in Me.
1: This is this album's Homer-Marge love song duet. They had one on the Yellow album. It was garbage, so is this. Yeah. I it's this so he bad.
0: Smile. Why does it sound like Like, there's something in his, like, in his, like, mouth or
1: something? Thank you. i like, oh, I wasn't the only one something. to notice that. Yeah, like, what's going on? When they develop the, the voice for these characters, right, at no point in their character development do they think, oh, well, He's gonna have to be able to sound good singing a Randy Newman song, so... They don't take that into account! Yeah. So it just ends up
0: sounding horrible! But here's my thing. I could swear I've listened to the Simpsons Show and heard him like sing stuff and sounded better than this. I could swear I've heard him go like, "Hey there, Blimpie boy, fly through the sky so fancy free." Like I've heard him sing stuff that didn't sound this horrible. Like it just sounded like there's a specific pressure of having to make a song that just gets to this guy and he just can't
1: fucking do it. You know? In in the context of the show, it's almost always just kind of talking with a rhythm. Yeah, yeah. The delivery, he tries for something altogether different. Like, he tries to legitimately sing but doing the voice and it's just the worst sounding thing.
0: It always sounds like Abe Simpson. <laughs> like <laughs> it always sounds forty years older. I don't know what
1: it is. What did you get? Uh I actually gave this a three out of five. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I still just got a one and a half. <laughs>
0: because and you know, disproportionately because I really enjoyed. Look at all these idiots. I okay,
1: enjoyed. Yeah, that that would help it out.
0: Springfield uh, Soul Stew. Yes. And Deep Deep Trouble. Yeah. And, and you can say God bless the child as well. Um. So like you know, all right, that's three or four songs. I think the last album only had like two songs
1: I minorly enjoyed. I don't even remember what they might have been, but yeah, probably. Yeah,
0: because I I listened to our review of that one, and I gave that album a zero.
1: (laughs) I I remember giving it a one or a one and a half. I might have given both (laughs) albums the same rating, and that doesn't feel right. But
0: No, I I think this album at least has fucking, you know, deep, deep trouble. You know what I mean? It it does the formula better than that one does.
1: I will say that much, you Mm -hmm. know? Next up, we got Vernon Parks requesting Loud Rock's Oh fucking boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow!
1: <laughs> Folks oh, familiar God to the damn. show might remember when we reviewed a soundtrack to a little movie called John- this is kind of like that, and one oh, could draw comparisons between the Judgment Night soundtrack and Loud Rocks, as they are both. Every track is a collaboration with a hard rock artist and a rapper or rap group, depending.
0: Yeah.
1: I would say, <laughs> this, this album has more hits than misses. Is that... Mm, well... Mm, no? No? <laughs>
0: I'm just yeah, saying, it, okay. we were talking about the same and I forgot that we were talking about this next <laughs> And just like immediately the first song that I thought of is the first track on this album. As I remembered like, oh yeah, we gotta do the other out. And then I just saw it, the fucking System of a Down and Wu-Tang Clan. Oh my god, it's so goddamn bad. You thought it was bad? <laughs> Holy shit. What's I bad about that one? take it. Say one another, I'll start one game one No! <laughs> no, search thing <did> you no! Know? <laughs> okay, the first fucking line. Wait a minute. <laughs> the first line where he says, uh, uh you just hear the, oh, fuck your ass up." No! <laughs> I don't believe you, Surge, take in. I don't believe you are fucking chilling in Staten Island. Fucking <laughs> fucking nigga up if you... No.
1: Get beyond the awkwardness of hearing Surge say the N-word. Sure.
0: Oh, my God. It was, and, it, and it's just like, it's not even offensive. It's just so, like, jarring. It's just like, what? Why are you do- why do you keep doing it, Wu? Wu Tang, why are you just letting him do it? <laughs> Man, this is—I had to look up what year this was. This was the year 2000. Yep, <sighs> after the uh, the prime uh, time of you know being a Wu fan. You know what I mean? Because it was like Wu Tang forever, 1997, 98, and then something happened in '99.
1: <laughs> Some money went sideways, and it's <laughs> <laughs> a few pages missing from that history book. I thought this track was all right. Oh boy, <laughs> I couldn't
0: take it. I couldn't take it. Take what a nigga drives, the a nigga. With the bra, with the Fucking! Oh my God, so stinky! You try to rap, old dirty bastard boys. Dude, I thought I would like it. I thought I would like it, cause I'm like, I love System of a Down. I love Wu-Tang Clan. Fucking, they're doing an old, dirty, bastard song. Oh, my God. And I remember, like, hearing this a couple of years ago when, uh, you know, I was really big into Wu-Tang Clan, you know, as a teen and stuff like that. And I remember, you know, going through YouTube, watching all the music videos from the 90s, and it was like, oh, snap, there's a, a music video. They did not share. it. Oh, I love that song. That's so cool. And I remember just watching it and just being like, here are two of my favorite bands, and I don't need to listen to this ever again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was not with it. I was not with it. Riz's I thought Shane was all right. Rapping the fucking oh the no, crazy a bunch of white boys with hockey sticks in a pit. I couldn't fucking take it.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. Look, RZA's weird ass unreleased verse. This weak verse that's just kind of thrown in there. I thought that was the worst part. Yeah, it really was. Why is this? Why does this need to be here? It doesn't add anything to the song. Um, I uh, thought it was crazy hype. I thought it served as a really cool opening track to the album.
0: Do you remember, uh, when, who's that guy? Psycho Rage Machine, or the, 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 the uh, out of three fucking random ass words, uh, who did the, uh, Method Man song, Bring
1: the Pain. Oh, Mindless Self-Indulgence. Yeah, that's what it was. That band, uh,
0: Mindless, um. Uh senseless mind whatever you know what i'm talking about after listening to this album i was like you know what maybe that song is so bad wow <laughs> i was like literally literally i would uh, there are songs on here that i like but like if you literally replace every single song that i didn't like with that song every time like track one this song track two that song i would rather listen to that than some of the songs on this goddamn album holy shit Bro, this is so bad. I after listening to this, I understand why people did not want rock and hip hop to be together. I understand.
1: <laughs> they saw what could be and decided, no, no, we don't need that. I want to go to what I thought was the best song on the album. Okay, see if we're in agreement here. Mm. Still not a player. Big pun and in Incubus. Oh. Uh, uh. Nah, I got I got to say the name, oh my brother! <laughs> wow, no way! I uh, really liked that one. I, I That's actually, my favorite, hands down.
0: No, nah, I, I really didn't enjoy that one because, again, uh, with this album, it feels like they're not trying to go for any certain tone. It feels like they're just going, oh, rock music! Oh, oh, oh uh, you're making a love song. Oh, uh, halfway through, we'll be like, uh, well, we'll switch up the drum to make it sound like it's supposed to be a, love- but it's like, no, like. You know what I mean? Like, come on, work with this type of song. Like, you know what this is supposed to be. Why the fuck does it sound so, like, b- head-bashing shit when it's supposed to be, like, fucking, What's... you know, I don't want to be a player no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and even the well, first why lyrics... he's,
1: like, singing that. He's not screaming that. But, uh, what, what are the first lyrics that he
0: says? Oh, yeah. Up in hot tub, bubbly, spot love, punch me. And it's like, you obviously, like, didn't know what these words, like, meant because you're just saying, like... The awkward version, like, awkward random parts of them without, like, it making any sense. Up in the hot tub, bubbly, spot love punish me no the word is rubbing <laughs> okay. your spot love got you singing punish me why would you say spot love like it just sounds like he doesn't know what that means and he just like you know was just singing some of the words because it fits with the rhythm you know what I mean like there's a lot of experimenting but it doesn't seem like they like know what the fuck they're doing I actually think uh the Caribbean Connection one was better honestly I like the, the da, 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 da. I like the way that made that sound creepier with the rot sound right and, uh, I mean, of course, you know, you can't make a Clef Jean verse sound any better, so the second verse is kind of bad, but... <laughs> and and it's, like, it's even, like, worse, because it's, like, instead of rapping it where his bad, you know, rhymes can go by really fast, it's, like, slower, so it's just laid out how awkward his rhymes are, you know? So it's just, like, even less enjoyable in that regard. Go into the songs that, that I really enjoyed, I will say, correct the wrong, but I think uh, Exhibit did the best fucking job on this album. No. Like... But- really <laughs> no. no I think no. Because, cause here's the thing uh, Exhibit is a very blunt person and just says his shit very like plainly and the way like the beats work with the songs that he does actually feels like it fits like it actually feels like it goes together okay. like when I heard the Los Angeles Times song it's like oh this sounds like like I didn't know if it was a uh, song that he had already done before if it was a new song but it was just like this feels like a, new, a fresh song that fits here Um, but with other songs, like, even if I wasn't aware that they were, like, covers, like, or, like, aware that they were covers at first, like, it would just be like, oh, yeah, this very clearly doesn't sound, like, it sounds like something's, uh, uh, not finished here. There were some songs straight up that sounded like like there were two songs playing at the same time and for the choruses, <laughs> you know, the rock song got turned up and then for the verses, you know, the, the fucking rap verse got to- turned up. But it didn't sound like it fit. You know what I mean? It, it, it would be, you know what this album sounds like? It sounds like, Um, remember that, Uh, uh you know, Aerosmith Run DMC music video? Um, yeah. W- where they're playing concerts back to back and somehow they don't know it, you know. Uh, um, but, you know, the songs, Uh, they, they intervene with each other and smash through the walls and stuff like that. This would be like that, except the song don't actually have like the same you know drum and guitar uh, bass <laughs> you know for them you know what I mean like you know Aerosmith uh, and Run DMC were lucky in that music video you know it just happened to be that uh, Run DMC was doing a remix so of we're Errol just doing song. The
1: same song uh, yeah,
0: yeah but but this fucking sounds like there's two different songs playing and for some reason they keep turning up the rock song randomly and then turning it down and turning up the rap song randomly that's what a lot of these sound
1: like you know what I mean like they weren't trying to integrate them The cuts I liked the least, perhaps, were the ones with, uh, The Alcoholics. Ooh, track number two. Talking about Make Room. Make Room, room, Sugar Ray and The
0: Alcoholics, oh boy! match made in heaven! Look,
1: (laughs) some might not be familiar that Uh. before Sugar Ray... S- oh, but- completely switched over to their, ages, <laughs> you of, know, style. when it's over, you know. They they were doing some fucking hard rock shit that is actually kind of worth fucking with. Uh, first couple albums, uh, and then yeah, on one of those albums, it was like, yeah, okay, it's all that hard rock shit. All and right, then, guys, like, let's get this money. And then <laughs> there's <laughs> that one hit single. And it did really well, so the whole next album was all that. Ooh. But, um... <laughs> Ain't that the way it goes? Oh, yup, you don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> Alcoholics, I don't know what the fuck they add to this album. This they song... appeared, like, three fucking times! Okay, and here's the thing, right? What is it with alcoholics teaming up with the weakest rock acts on the album. You got oh my God. Sugar Ray and Crazy Town? <laughs> I could dig it! <laughs> Butterfly Crazy Town? Are you oh, serious? Wait, we'll get to them in a second. want.
0: <laughs> i wanna, I'm not done talking about Make Room. <laughs> Gotta talk
1: about Make Room a little bit.
0: But first of all, first of all, oh yeah, remember how you are talking about, oh, um, you know, Sugar Ray, yeah, they have their pop shit. Why the fuck couldn't that be on the, uh... I don't want to be a player song. Why couldn't they have done like a mm. fun little? You know what I'm saying? N- that's make a good this point. shit work. You know yeah. if you're gonna fucking do it. But with this one, the, uh, allow me to quote these fucking lyrics. I used to have a curl. Now everybody wanna tease me like a kung fu flick. I stick you in the dick with my toothpick. <laughs> Oof.
1: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is so fucking awful. <laughs> Look, ma- make room is bad, but. My lowest rated song on the album is from your boy exhibit. Oh, and really? Seven Dust. What you see is what you get. I remember liking that one. Mm-mm. <laughs> I know, sir. Just- <laughs>
0: We're just we're just on divergent paths. We're we're finding all the things we hate about this and, and commenting on them. So I think collectively, if we come together, like <laughs> our, our opinions are are the worst. I uh, the worst opinions that we have about this album collectively are are what the actual uh, review is.
1: <laughs> my, my problem with the album is kind of like when we listened to the newer mind that Spin magazine compilation of oh "Oh, here's people doing nirvana covers Mm -hmm. it's like okay you're getting big name in some instances big name yeah fucking
0: dead prez at one point (laughs) like what the
1: fuck are they doing on this (laughs) if you're springing for the big names in like hard rock specifically oh why why would you settle on a product that sounds so generic And that's my problem with songs like, um, What You See Is What You Get, um, going on to even, uh, Survival of the Fittest. Oh, wait, was that the Mob Deep one, the second Mob Deep one? With, uh, Sick of It All, yeah, that's the second to last cut. AWFUL! Yeah. Awful. Dude, That's not good.
0: When he fucking said, survival of the straight only strong, strong, strong Oh my god, he sounded like someone's uncool ass dad trying to sing along to his kid's favorite rap song. But at the same time, a- after uh, a- having just been pinched on the toe by a crab or something, <laughs> you know, like, it just sounds like slightly too loud. Survival of the straight only strong, strong, strong. It's just,
1: It doesn't fucking fit. There's three Wu Tang cuts. Oh. On, on the album. All bad. And I, oh, okay. Okay. We'll take a second. We'll, we'll, we'll go back because I, I liked, uh, the, I like the second one with, with Tom Morello and Chad Smith, um, doing, uh, Wu-Tang Clan and nothing to fuck with. I liked that one.
0: I somehow liked that one even less. How? I I specifically was thinking, man, this first song's not working. Why would they even go for that song? They should go for Wu-Tang Clan to Fuck With. That would be it. And then I heard this one, and it's just like, yeah, this doesn't work either.
1: No, man. (laughs) I I like this one a lot. Um, I thought mm, mm. with the energy of, like, the Rage guitar, I don't know why you specifically had to get Chad Smith. I, I don't really know how much he added in terms of, like, isn't he, like, from the Chili Peppers? It's like, oh, yeah, uh, it's been really... You know, maybe did something... It didn't really... You, you, I think you probably could have got any drummer, really. Yeah. But Tom Morello, especially, with, like, I thought, like, oh, it's cool. It's kind of like a... It kind of sounds like rage mixed with this Wu-Tang thing. And I thought Riza matched the energy... That Tom Morello was bringing pretty well. That you're, you're, he, he I imagines thought it was better than on
0: the other song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I and do kind of wish again if you're gonna spring for someone like Tom Morello, that you would get him to do some more of the cool, interesting exactly. things
0: yeah. that you would hear
1: on Rage songs. But he kind of keeps it kind of reserved, like and you. would
0: think, think this would be where you could experiment and do the craziest shit you wanted? Because yeah. who
1: cares? Who's listening to this? <laughs>
0: exactly. No one's listening to this shit. And-
1: Go fucking hog wild.
0: and and I hated fucking when Method Man comes in. Like, a lot of these verses, it just sounds, like, slightly quieter than everything else, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, just a lot of it just doesn't come together. A lot of this just sounds like you know, fucking backyard wrestling video game music. Like, that's what it's... <laughs> you wow. know what I
1: mean? That's what this is perfect for. Th- that's strangely specific, but I totally get what you mean. <laughs> like, it can't exist outside any of that... Just that
0: testosterone-fueled, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that that whole area. Uh, this, uh, a song that I did like, um... Again, I, I enjoyed the uh, exhibit cuts, but I really enjoyed, uh, the Shook Ones, uh uh part 2 cover. I actually really liked that one. I liked the way that um that was actually the first one where it felt like they were melding the two sounds in a way that was okay. like created an actual track. Like it made it wasn't the most poppiest one and it wasn't like it it wasn't the um it wasn't like big like the other tracks were, but it felt like it worked with how the original song sounded. You know what I mean? Cause it felt like, uh, it felt like a corn thing where they were like, they were trying to emulate the, the hip hop instruments with rock, you know, I- instruments. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So I kind of like that, you know, instead of the little, it, it was like you actually heard like a really full, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, instead of the, the piano that's on the original one, you hear like a really like cold, but like really fuller sounding piano. I thought that was cool how they kicked that up. You know what I'm saying? And the intricacy, like, the fact that it's more low-key with the instrumentals and what they're doing works a lot better with the flows of the rappers in this song. Because, like, their flows are a lot more, you know, low-key and more intricate. Uh, I feel like, yeah, this is the only one where it feels like they worked with the flows of the artists. The other ones just sound all fucking out of sorts. I'll say the fucking absolute worst one was, uh, what was the one with M.O.P.?
1: That's, uh... How about some hardcore? I didn't mind that one. Ugh. Ugh. Fucking... Half this album, I had a fucking... I just had the stank
0: face. <laughs> I listened. I was like, uh, uh, yeah, y'all think this sounds good? Fucking... Uh, fucking, uh, M.O.P. And, again, the guys who made fucking anti up, the guys who made fucking... Uh, 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 cold as ice dun 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 you're as cold as ice dun dun the fucking hardcore shit the way they remix it I'm thinking they are the perfect guys to get on an album like this right they're fucking rowdy loud hardcore you listen to the song they're fucking lost in the mix their yeah. raps are like all over the place the, the, this is the exact opposite of the fucking um uh, the mob deep song. Like, their, their flows just sound like they don't know where, like, the verses of the instrumentation starts and ends. You know what I mean? Cause, like, there are parts where it just feels like they're supposed to be, like, a breakdown, and they're, like, still rapping, and they're, like, going back and forth in a thing that just doesn't feel like it fits the beat. Like, there's one part where, you know, they're just rapping, like, yeah, hardcore shit, you want hardcore shit? We'll give you hardcore shit. Uh, knock, knock, who's there? Lil' Fame, Lil' Fame, who? Lil' Fame, it's the guy that's got-. I was like, what? Like, this this is the hardcore shit. Knock, knock. Who's there? Yeah. No fame. No fame. Who? <laughs> like, what in the
1: world? <laughs> See, that's funny. I got a completely different reaction from that one. I thought it was a pretty enjoyable reimagining of it with... It took a beat that was much more laid back and replaced it with, like, what I wrote down... Something that, something that sounds like it's off the Matrix soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh,
0: yeah, a lot of this actually, it doesn't sound like rock, it sounds like uh, industrial and electronic that was happening at the time. Well, if we're going
1: back to hip-hop, the Dead Prez and Static X uh, track, which is not good. Um, oh my god. That Dead Prez one is... Um, <laughs> we can agree on this. Yeah, we can definitely agree on this Whoa. one. I thought... <laughs> I liked the instrumental that fucking industrial sound I thought that was cool I I dug his intensity now when you've got old dude yelling hip hop (laughs) and it gets worse it gets worse when (laughs) it's so disjointed and distracting where he's like, <laughs> I, go, I can't do it. I can't do it. What? Where he's like, hip, ha, ha, hip, hip. Oh, yeah, He tries to do the guttural girl. <laughs> like, like, no, go not out here. here. Get out of here. Anywhere but here.
0: No fucking way. Stop. Oh, and just the fact that they're they're going hip. Ha like a very on the beat thing, but it's very clearly off the beat because they didn't re-record <laughs> this. They obviously just used the the previous like vocals and shit, yeah,. But- But, like, you hear before and after the verses, you hear Dead Prez going, like, yeah, rap music, uh, uh," but then when the verses start, it's, yeah, it's clearly just, like, a pre-recorded vocals, so it's just, like, did you guys just come in and just say, like, nah, fuck this, we're only, we'll say, like, yeah, and shit, we're not re-rapping that shit, it's supposed to be fucking hip-hop, yeah, maybe it is supposed to be fucking hip-hop, maybe, maybe the song Hip-Hop didn't need a rock cover.
1: (laughs) It's like when you listen to, uh, David Guetta and Akon. That, uh, sexy bitch. Oh, yeah. But you listen to the radio edit, and it just sounds like chitch. Yeah, yeah! Because they changed it to sexy chick, but for some reason you still hear the ch from bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised we haven't mentioned <laughs> For heaven's sake, 2000. Oof. Oof. <laughs> okay, look. Oh, is, my God! <laughs> this is, in my opinion, the pinnacle of the... Why is this here? This is totally <laughs> unnecessary. What is this? <laughs> you took you just took the original song and then between the verses you shoehorn the very definition of just shoehorning in this random as fuck no. Ozzy Osbourne chorus. It has nothing to do with it. We come from different worlds. Don't you ever forget, I'm just
0: a poor little white boy showing my respect. What in the fuck is going on?
1: (laughs) Why does I need to be there? And then it just... Oh, now it's just back to the original. Uh, We're just gonna act like that didn't happen. (laughs) No one noticed that. (laughs) <laughs> it's so dumb. It's laughably oh stupid. This one. Oh
0: my god.
1: We didn't even talk about the fucking oh the, the fucking... big blue elephant in the room. <laughs> the goddamn uh, 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 genie from Aladdin on fucking steroids. <laughs> It's the genie from Aladdin. I thought it looked like the goddamn game genie. What the hell is this
0: thing? And I remember seeing this. I remember a long time ago, like, hearing the Shame on a Nigga" song and, of course, you know, not being that, you know, interested in listening to it, but just seeing, like, that album cover. You see like, is that someone I'm supposed to know?
1: It's just a weird blue genie guy with the names with- of the artists just kinda sprawled across his chest.
0: <laughs> and with the fucking weird belt thing on his <laughs> It's like
1: a record. <laughs> Why-, <laughs> Why is that there specifically? <laughs> like, they could have
0: cut it off at at the at the waist. <laughs> You know, just a so mostly blue dude, but no! You had to see the Speedo and the fucking, uh, Who's that fucking guy from Cameo who used to have the fucking, uh... (laughs) The little little fucking cod protector? Yeah. The
1: The record
0: cod piece. Like, what in the world? No! (laughs) This was someone's, like, fever dream or something.
1: (laughs) Speaking of fucking corn covers, fucking Word Up. Oh, oh, did they do a cover of... Wait, did they do a cover of Word Up? Oh. Oh, Okay, oh. okay, okay, oh, okay, no, I, 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 okay, okay, you need to shake <laughs> it out right now, <laughs> everything else can wait.
0: It seems like there's a music video.
1: You need to watch the music video, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. and I'm not oh. going to tell you ahead of time, you just got to find out.
0: Oh. I already see. You know how YouTube shows you a little preview.
1: (laughs) Damn it! I really wish it didn't do that. What
0: is what is this? Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's topical. By the way, you know, with cats in theaters right now.
0: Oh yes. Make this the fucking, make that picture the fucking uh, cover of the episode.
1: <laughs> it's, uh, if you've seen the clips of cats just- and you think, wow, why did they just, like, cheaply superimpose people's faces over, like, cat faces, <laughs> th- that's basically what the corn video is, but the corn video looks so much worse. Even worse,
0: Yes. Because it's it, early two thousands uh, music video effects, so they didn't even fucking try.
1: <laughs> it looks like when you when you're you're playing like NBA 2K, right? And you could do the thing where you scan your face. Ah yeah. <laughs> and you could put it on the player, but like, oh no, like it's not exactly lined up right.
0: And it's exactly what it looks
1: like! I'm not looking directly, dead-on, into the camera. Because
0: yes! <laughs> there's one, there's one guy who's, like, smoking a cigar, and, like, the cigar smoke is, like, going up in his face, and it just looks really awkward.
1: There was a music video Korn did where everyone in the band was replaced with rappers. I
0: think I know what you're talking Twisted about.
1: Twisted Transistor! Wait. Twisted you... Transistor! That Wait. was it! Alright, hold on. I think I might.
0: This is like on the tip of my head right yeah. now.
1: Okay, yeah, because the 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 guitar player with dreads. I want to say it was Monkey. He's he's played by Snoop in the video. Okay. and your boy, the front man, is replaced by Lil Jon. Okay, I gotta see this. Please
0: exhibit. I oh, no, stop. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta fucking see this. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna i to fucking do the thing again. Okay, so I gotta. Okay. it Yeah.
1: Fucking David Banner! Oh, that's right. I didn't recognize him. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Twisted Transistor. It. God, that song blows. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what did you give? Uh, loud Rocks. One and a half. Oh man, I gave this the three. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> we gave the complete opposite ratings on these albums. Who would have thought? But,
0: uh, hey, maybe, you know, you're just a bigger fan of that rock flange, you know what I'm saying, that rock sound, Ooh, and, and I'm just a fan of the comedy, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just what it is. <laughs> oh, man, I guess. Um, and, and, you know, I will say the fucking, uh, when there is rapping on uh, that album, you know, it's a little more, uh, no, fuck that, no, it's not more crazy, but it's more <laughs>
1: I was like, choose your next words I carefully, was, I was
0: about to get love, but this is,
1: like, literally Yum. outside of deep, deep trouble. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really just because of DJ Jazzy Jeff. So. Exactly. It's the most consistent sound for one song. That's going to do it for this week's episode of the Gone Off Podcast. Thank you very much for checking us out. Um, if there's an album you would like to hear us talk about, you can put in your request at ko-fi, that's ko-fi.com slash going off, one-time $50 pledge, and we'll talk about an album that you would like to hear us review on the show. Uh, Check us out on Twitter. You can follow us on our individual uh, YouTube pages. We're posting videos pretty consistently. R.C.'s got his station head thing. He's holding that down. The station head show, pretty, uh, what's the schedule on that for those who have the station head out?
0: Uh, well, uh, I like to do, uh, new music Thursdays, uh, every Thursday around seven o'clock, but if you just follow me on all my social medias, I'll be telling you whenever I'm doing, like, whatever show, because, like, all day music is just playing on the app, like, just all the music that I like, I just, like, upload it all there, oh, so, like, dope.
1: Okay. yeah, so it's just constantly going, so you can hear
0: it whenever, but, like, I like to play in shows, like, during the day when I'm like, all right, boom, I got some time today, hey, let me do, let me play some cool-ass music, you know what I'm saying, so, oh, okay, cool, yeah,
1: If this is your first time checking us out and you want to do some catch-up, you want to listen to our older episodes, uh, I would say the easiest way would either be on Spotify, if you have Spotify, uh, and if not, all of our episodes are on YouTube, except for maybe like one or two that got hit with copyright claims. But um, you could find those, they're all in a convenient playlist, so you can pick and choose ones you might have uh, missed, or your favorite episodes you might want to hear again. And, uh, until next week, uh, further going off podcast, want to give you a big, big thanks for fucking with us this week. Until next time, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. Now everybody do the Bart Man. No, 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 just, just do the Bart. Oh, yeah, no. We, we couldn't afford the licensing. We can only do the Bart. Yeah, so. Sorry. uh, Arms up, make a goofy face, hump the air, maybe. Grab your boobs, apparently, and, uh,
0: look like you're about to fart.
1: Yeah, you know. and, and, and guys, you know, the whole boop things applies to, you know, or, or ass, they even do a with ass thing. See the
0: You're guy you like, s-
1: just grab him in the biscuits. <laughs> nah, man, it, it's funkier than that.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck <laughs> the humpty dance. <laughs> How, I'd love if
1: they just went fuck the Humpty deck Wow! Everyone's gonna love this song! <laughs> that would've been a beef we'd still be talking about to this day. The goddamn uh, Two Life Crew <laughs> Digital Underground fucking beef. The, the Dance Floor Wars. It was serious. <laughs> People were fucking, had, you had to pick sides. Oh, no yeah. one on the playground. They all had to be on one side or another. Yeah. You couldn't. You couldn't fuck with both. The butterfly, uh-uh, that's old. You gotta do the Tootsie Roll, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>